hold on, FedEx is here. Welcome back to another Thursday longer form episode. Michael here with Marty, and we appreciate each of you joining us. Um, Unmute Presents is a live ACB community call hosted on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern, if you are interested in joining us to get your questions answered. And today, Marty and I are going to talk a bit about our audio setups. It's a question I've been asked a bit about. What about you, Marty? Yep, I'm always getting asked about my audio setup. So we have had some adventures with audio, and anyone who's listened to any content I've produced knows that I've gone from a very in-depth mixer to now or to another interface, the PodTrack P4, and now I'm on what I would say is probably my favorite setup. So I'll just jump into it and give everyone a rundown of what I'm using, and then we'll talk about Marty, and then we'll talk more about Marty because he decided to make some choices. So oh I, <laughs> so hold on one sec. I think FedEx is here for me too. Hold on. I have, starting from the top, the Shure Beta 87A condenser microphone. This is a microphone that is currently sitting in a Rode boom arm that is probably my favorite purchase of 2022. The microphone goes with a XLR cable, because it does not have USB interface, into the Vocaster, which is an audio interface. I have the Vocaster 1, and this is what translates my voice from the Sherbeta 87A into a digital signal that Marty can hear on Zoom. That Vocaster is then plugged into a MacBook Air, and I'm using a wireless keyboard because the MacBook Air keyboard is too small for me. Well, and it's uncomfortable to type on from my observations. And I'm kind of spoiled with this Bluetooth keyboard. And then I am using Loopback, which I think is important to bring up to people because otherwise when I'm doing this uh, check-in to make sure I'm not muted in Zoom, Marty would have heard that, but I only heard that in my headphones. So on the MacBook, I'm using Loopback, which captures my audio from the vocaster in only my audio not anything else going into the vocaster and passes that into zoom i also have some other devices set up so i can patch other types of audio into zoom but for the most part that's my setup and then i have a pair of akg headset uh, uh akg cans on my head so i can hear things and marty can't hear those other things and ultimately that's what you kind of have isn't it marty you have a different microphone i think yeah, um, I am very similar to your setup as well. My microphone currently that I'm using is an Audio Technica ATR21 something 100 X. X 100X. Yeah. So this is a XLR and USB microphone. I originally uh, chose this microphone just for the ability to be able to plug it directly into a computer or possibly an iPad and not have to buy multiple microphones. So this microphone you can use directly into the computer without having to use any kind of an interface or you can use XLR and plug it in to an interface of your choice. You know, they all have XLR and you can go from there. The interface I am using is also a Vocaster, which I love. This is a great uh, interface for my needs. And I'm also using a loopback. So for me, I'm using loopback 
a little bit differently because I am using loopback to solve a problem that the vocaster had out of the box. And I'm not going to go way down into a rabbit hole onto this because we've already done that. And those of you who I talk to kind of know <laughs> this history and we've, this has turned into be a huge thing, but in any case, basically the way I use loopback is to make it so that my voiceover on my computer is not broadcasting either into like Zoom or into my recordings. Yeah. So that's basically my setup. So all of that sounds good and we're working well with it. And Christmas came around and then Marty and I didn't talk for a whole weekend, which is quite unregular. Uh, that That is not regular at all. Between Marty and Demasi, I'm always on the phone with someone. But my phone rang yesterday. Marty and I started talking and he told me he bought himself a Christmas present. So what did you do, Marty? So first of all, I've been looking for a new mic for a while. I like this mic that I'm using, but I have been doing a lot of research and looking at a lot of different things, and I've wanted to get a new mic for quite a while. And so I was looking at the uh, Shure microphone, the big one. Um, can't even remember. Yeah, that one. And it also has a little brother to it, which is actually very much the same, except the big difference is that it has XLR and USB. I uh, am getting, or got, I should say, a new laptop for the purpose of being able to move around again a little bit. You know, we're kind of hopefully getting past all of this uh, COVID stuff, and I'm going to be moving around a little bit. So I wanted to make sure that you know, I could build uh, a reliable mobile rig so that if I'm not here in my home studio, then I could be somewhere else and still have a quality setup sound and all of that stuff. So when I started looking at these microphones, I was thinking, I'm going to be spending a ton of money. And mm -hmm. I also couldn't make up my mind. And there's all downfalls to a lot of these different things. You know, for example, that Sure microphone, uh, even though the microphone sounds amazing, you still need lots of other things. You know, you doesn't come with anything. It really just comes with only the microphone. So then you got to figure out how do you want to mount it? Are you going to mount it on a boom arm in your home studio? Then you need a different stand to mount it if you're going to be mobile. You need possibly a cloud lifter, depending on what interface you're going to use. And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. I won't go down right here, but essentially what a cloud lifter is, it's another piece of equipment that you get that creates more power for your microphone so that the volume gain is not super quiet. So basically in that situation, you need more power to boost up the volume so that it is at normal levels. Not every microphone has a need for having a cloud lifter, but that particular one does. Something that I've learned along the way is you want to try and make your setup as simple as possible. <laughs> the quality is what you want and not necessarily the quantity, which means, you know, I've learned that less is more in the terms of all the equipment and everything. You know, you're spending more money, you are trying to configure everything. And the more equipment you have, the more problems you're going to run into probably down the line if you have a failure, which thing, you know, now you've got a whole nother device in there that mm -hmm. uh, probably you don't really want to have to deal with if you don't have to. So 
I was looking at building a mobile rig. So I got a laptop and then I was trying to figure out what's going to be something that's going to sound good, but be easy to move around and be easy to set up. So I was looking at a lot of these USB mics that you can plug directly into the computer, but all of them had different issues. A lot of them, for whatever reason, are really small. I don't really understand why they're all so small. They are sitting on a desk and they're really low and they're small and you have a hard time because they're so small getting them in the right place in front of your mouth and all these different things. So I started getting frustrated uh, trying to figure out, well, which one of these should I get? And I didn't really want to go out and buy, you know, five different mics to try them all and see what's going to be what, you know? So... Then I realized that I had an extra interface sitting around and I thought, hmm, maybe I should take advantage of the interface that's just sitting here doing nothing, which is actually small and portable and pretty straightforward to use and start looking at the XLR microphones. So then I started doing that. I did a bunch of research and I came across the Rode Pod microphone. And I really, really like it a lot. It is solid construction. It has multiple ways to mount it on either a boom arm or on a stand. And the thing about Rode is they make all their own stuff. So you can get a Rode boom arm, you can get a Rode stand, and everything all fits and is interchangeable with each other. So ultimately, I loved how it sounded. I loved that everything was interchangeable and works well together. And I ended up going with uh, the Rode Pod microphone. And actually, what I ended up doing was getting two setups. I got one for the mobile rig, which is going to be on a desktop stand. And then I got one for the home studio, which is the Rode boom arm and the microphone and all that stuff, which I believe, Michael, you're using the same boom arm, I believe, the Rode boom arm. So Yeah, I I, I don't know which model of boom arm you got. You should, let, you should let me know when you get them in it or when you check your receipt. But if if that's what you got, this might be the best thing that you ever get. Even better than the microphone, I swear this boom arm is amazing. Anyways, uh, that's all good, Marty. Um, first of all, what interface are you using on the go? I'm going to use the Wave XLR on the go. From Elgato, right? Yeah, it's from it's a Elgato. That's the company. And it's called the Wave XLR. It's got one XLR port on the back, which is fine for my use. And uh, it's got phantom power in case I need it, which I don't in this particular situation. It has headphone jack. It's got capacitive touch for mute. And it's just a great, simple interface that'll do what I need while I'm you know on the go. Uh, you don't even need software for it. You can plug it in and just uh, set it up and go if you want to have any kind of extra, you know, EQ or anything like that. You can do all that in loopback. So, or not audio loopback, hijack. in audio hijack. Yeah. So, so I'm going to ask you a controversial question. And, and, and when we talked about doing this for our content for Thursday, I said, I got some questions for you, Marty. Okay. And <laughs> this one question comes to me because it's influenced by Demasi when I was telling him about your setup. So I want to give Demasi credit for this okay. and ask you, why do you need two different computers and not just two different audio setups and work with a laptop? Like what, what, what purpose does having the Mac mini serve for you? 
well, that was what I had, and I did not have a laptop. So this is already set up in the studio. It's configured. It's got everything how I want it. And honestly, I prefer a desktop. If I'm going to be at home and I'm not going anywhere, I'll always use the desktop before I'll use a laptop. But I am going to be on the go uh, a bit, and I need something on the go. And the iPad is just not powerful enough well i should say that's that's actually wrong it's not that it's not powerful enough it definitely is powerful enough if all i'm doing is zoom or if i'm going to record only myself and i use fairwrite for you know recording myself or something like that Um, but if you're doing two things at once for example you cannot be in zoom and you cannot be recording yourself locally at the same time on an ipad you can do that on a computer but not the ipad so you're making some pretty big compromises if you only have an ipad so i ultimately decided to get a laptop so that you know i have the power and everything I would need for anything I might need to do. There are situations where I might need loop back for something, or if mm-hmm. I have to solve a problem, or I might need to be in Zoom and recording locally at the same time. There's just too many scenarios that currently an iPad would really hinder the workflow in a lot of situations. But I think you're you may be looking at it in a different way than what I am because like I get that the Mac Mini is there, but now you're going to have to configure all your settings to be the same on the Mac Mini and the laptop. So wouldn't it have made more sense to just get like a dock setup so you can dock your laptop when you're home and then use the laptop on the go when you have to go with your Wave XLR? Or are you not too concerned about having to keep all your settings in sync? Um, not that concerned. The, uh, laptop is going to be set up a little bit differently only because Uh I am not going to be using the same interface. Now, another thing is it took a lot to get this interface to work, the (laughs) the VO caster. And like I said, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I promised I would not. Uh, I do not want to unplug and plug in the, uh, vocaster all the time. I think gotcha. that it's going to cause a lot of issues and then I'm going to be stuck uh, troubleshooting a lot more than I really want to. So, you know, I decided that the Vocaster is going to stay on the desktop setup and I'm just not going to touch anything. Mm-hmm. And the setup on the laptop will be similar, but a little bit different. The interface I'm using, it doesn't need any software to run. It just needs to be plugged into USB-C. And then I can plug the mic and the headphones into the interface and I'm off and running. So that worked for you with the Mac Mini is all you had to do is plug the Wave XLR in and then plug headphones in. And then you only heard voiceover in your cans, but everyone else could hear your microphone, but not voiceover, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. That 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 makes sense, especially if you're going to be going back and forth to different interfaces. It is probably not the path I would have taken, but I am super excited for you and a little jealous that you have a MacBook. Uh, did you tell people what MacBook you got? some people but i didn't okay. put it totally out there but <laughs> i guess i might as well put it out there now i got the uh loaded up 16 inch macbook pro so yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested to hear your experience because you tried to macbook air out and that did not work for you no nah, that was just uh not a good situation <laughs> for me but i did actually uh play around with a 16 inch and uh 
it, it was pretty good. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to be able to make it work. So that's what I ultimately went with. Well, good. Super excited. Uh, probably the next time people hear you, you'll at least be on the Mac mini with the new microphone. Um, and I'm interested to hear how that experience goes. Do you want to share anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, no, it'll be interesting to see uh, the difference in the sound that I'm going to have. Uh, it, there is a little bit of a difference. It's not going to be mm -hmm. huge, but it would, if you listen, it will be a little bit noticeable. And I'm curious to see if people will notice. So I'm not going to say when I'm actually going to make the swap, right. but I want to see if when I do make the swap, if anybody notices. So yeah. pay attention to my audio and we'll see if anybody notices. I think there's a few people out there who probably will pick it up. We will tell people in a moment how they can reach out to us to let us know when they hear that difference. In the meantime, coming up on Sunday, I'm going to post a quick overview of the Day One app using it on an iPhone. That'll be in our demo cast that come out on Sundays. And then, Marty, what time are we live on Tuesdays and how can people get a hold of us? Yeah, so on Tuesdays, we are live at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Western, and people can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, ideas, any of that, send it there, and uh, that's how you get a hold of us. This is a test of the Shure Beta 87A microphone going into the Zoom PodTrack P4, which is then going into Reaper. I'm averaging about negative 19 dB at the current levels that I have. I'm going to normalize this audio and the following audio to negative 4 dB so you can hear of any noises playing in the background. I do have an air conditioner on in the background. So be aware of that. And uh, yeah, this is a quick test and we'll see how the experience is on both devices. And this is a test of the Vocaster by Focusrite with no enhancements enabled on my voice. I will give a demonstration of the enhancements on my voice like this. And this is with me on the radio. Anyways, so this also is recorded at about negative 18 dB. I normalize up to negative 4 dB for this. And let me know if you can tell a difference. Okay, so I'll stop playing with it. But this, I hope, will give me a little bit less noise than the PodTrap P4. We will see in final post. Let me know your thoughts. Sure, Beta 87A. This is a Samsung Q2U microphone. This is the Shure SM7B 